All right, welcome into the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, alongside as always, host Zane. And this is probably our favorite episode of the year. March Madness begins tomorrow. And uh, we got the usual suspects on the show with us talking about March Madness. We got Quinn. We got Josh joining us as well. As you guys will notice, I did not include our resident Michigan uh, fans, Isaiah, Corey, or Connor, because they're playing in the loser's bracket this year. So no Michigan fans on our podcast today, but we did bring on as replacement. We brought on her first time, Brennan Zane's fiance, who is actually a Marquette alum to join the show. So Brennan, we'll start off with you just since it's your first time on the show. If you want to just kind of talk about your favorite teams in general and uh, what you got in front of you to drink. Yeah. So I've grown up in Chicago my entire life. So I'm a big fan of the Chicago classics, um, the Blackhawks, the Bulls. And then I was raised a Cubs fan. So I'm a Cubs fan too. Um, I, like Danny said, I'm a Marquette alum. So obviously my opinion is going to be a little bit um, weighted with the March Madness because I want them to go far. What I'm drinking, um, I couldn't find my wine bottle opener. So I had to get a Vizzy. Um, it's hard seltzer. I picked the blackberry lemon flavor because the can is blue and yellow and those are Marquette colors. So that is a great pick. That is a great pick to kick it off. All right, ZG, what about you, my my friend? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Um, just doing a simple Johnny Walker red and Coke tonight. But uh, don't worry, I've been pre-gaming for the last hour. So we're ready to go. I love that. I, you know, I love that pregame for when we uh, hit the bars tomorrow for it. All right, Quinn, our uh, other resident Marquette fan, what do we got in front? Uh, I got a Coors Light right now, but um, the heavy start stuff will start coming if I lose my bet. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if the Coors Lights stay or we bring on the rum and cokes. I know that, man. I already got like 20 bets lined up for tomorrow during work, and uh, the progress for work tomorrow is going to be uh, minimum at best. And uh, yeah, the drinking uh, will be very dependent on how that goes tomorrow. All right, Josh, man, uh, my fellow Illinois alum, we got a lot to talk about with Illinois, but uh, what, do you gotta, what do you got to drink in front of you first? I have this massive bottle of Corona. Yeah. It's way bigger is- than normal. I don't know. It's good though. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's just kick it off. Um, As we know, it's called March Madness for a reason. And uh, just a bunch of Cinderella's just steal our hearts every single year. Last year we did, uh, when there was four of us, I think we did, we each picked a 15 seed. That's right. Yeah. Hitch our wagons too. And uh, I, I, I forget what the other teams were, but I was the last one left standing when I had the St. Peter's Peacocks pick at the end. Not only did they upset, uh, gosh, I can't even remember the first team that upset it Kentucky. Kentucky. And then I, I forget the second team. No, uh, what I, I can't remember. But then they upset Purdue in the Sweet 16 to advance all the way to the lead eight. I don't think anybody was ever expecting that, but that was just, that was a fun ride because there's, so many of us here tonight will each choose a mid-major. So nobody from the Power Five schools uh, will we'll stick it to the mid-majors here. So Quinn, we'll kick it off with you. What mid-major uh, dark horse is your darling for this year? Um, I'll go with Boise State. Um, I think they got an easy route. I actually have them in the uh, Elite Eight. I have them beating 
Northwestern, uh, and then UCLA, and then Gonzaga. Um, yeah, uh, I think they have an easy route. I think they're a pretty good team. They have a good record. All their, like, stats line up as, like, a team that should be, like, a four or five. They just kind of played in the Mountain West. So I'll give it to them because I think they got an easy route, and they got a guard that just can shoot the heck out of the ball. And in March, sometimes that's all you need is a guard that can just shoot the heck out of the ball. Yeah, dude. I I mean, you and me were, were texting a lot over because like Mountain West basketball would be like the only game on late at night at like 10, yeah. 11 o'clock at night. And it was always just like, it, so I know a lot about fun the basketball. Boys. Yeah. I know a lot about the Mountain West boys. Boys, yeah. they got some good, they got some good guards. Dude, that's a fun league. That is that is a very up and down wild league, and it's just it's just chaos. You, and there's actually a good amount of teams uh, that we got from the Mountain West: San Diego State, U- Utah State, uh, Nevada coming out of the Mountain West to join Boise State. I, I love that pick. All right, Josh, what about you, my friend? I'll go Sam Region. Give me Gonzaga, like uh, a lower no, they're no, lower no. than normal, which is uh, you know normal for them as a one seed. Three, uh, being three seed, I think lower expectations pressure's off them, and uh, I mean, they're a proven <laughs> team. Gonzaga's uh, a mid major, like Amazon's a small town. I, hey, it's <laughs> hey, I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> um, I think they can get past UCLA, uh, with some injuries there, and then uh, I think all they got to do is get past Kansas, and the road's easy for them. And like I said, lower seed pressure's off them. All right, let's see if they get through the buzzsaw of Boise State first mm-hmm. before we uh, crown them champs. All right. All right, uh, Zane and Brennan, I'll kick it off to you guys. Who are your mid-major darlings that uh, you got going on far? So mine was a shocker. I picked Louisiana to beat Tennessee yeah, okay. in the first round. Um, I was kind of looking at their summary, and I saw that um, Tennessee's big guard was injured. Um, and I thought that Louisiana's record was good as well. So I picked them and I actually have them beating Oral Roberts in the next round. I have Duke losing as well. So that was a bold pick of me. But what about you, Zane? Yeah, Duke's overrated. I, I like that Oral Roberts pick. <laughs> yeah, I think all of us kind of had the same idea. I know Josh is going with uh, Gonzaga like you. <laughs> but uh, um, I like uh, Utah State, actually. Um, one of the best stats that I like to go off of is effective field goal percentage in Utah State's in the top 10 uh, in the country for that. Um, as well as I threw Charleston some love, uh, Danny. So, um, those two are kind of my, um, I mean, I I picked quite a lot of upsets this year just to have, uh, the, the maximum amount of fun because I, I'll admit, I think I've watched three college basketball games this year. So, um, I nice. really have no idea. That's but, good for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Utah State um, out of the Mountain West is uh, my darling. I like that. Uh, whenever anyone picks against Missouri, I'm always for it because um, I hate them and they always destroy me inside. I, so I'm always about that. Uh, I like that you mentioned Charleston because, you know, I was a resident of Charleston for the past two years. My school, Charleston Southern, is not in the tournament this year, but maybe one year they will finally make it. But uh, I still feel like I got to choose Charleston just because I have that uh, local loyalty for them. Uh, so I like, and you know what, Charleston actually had some, I mean, man, they had some 
good, good non-conference wins and dominated their league. So that's a very good pick. It, it kind of sucks that they get paired up against another mid-major in San Diego State. That uh, there's just a little bit of mid-major cannibalism that happens early on. Uh, so hopefully one of those teams can make a deep run. All right, let's uh, switch over. We kind of touched on it already about Duke uh, being an overrated team. That was my pick. I just... It's just so easy to root against them year in and year out. I guess Coach K is not there anymore, but it's still easy to root against them. Um, anyone else have Duke or um, that that pick Duke? Because, I mean, that's just a fun team to root against. I also and, picked Duke. That was okay. one of my Yeah. <laughs> Oral Roberts is just a, such a fun team to root for, too. So yeah. That goes hand in hand. I think everyone wants Duke to lose, but Duke fans. Yes. Like everybody else wants Duke to lose for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Oral Roberts has proven they can be uh Cinderella's um, like when they upset Ohio state a couple of years ago, they, they proved they can do it. Uh, Josh, who is your most overrated team in the tournament? So this one was tough to me. I think what jumps out the most, I'm not too solid on it is Indiana at a four seed. Um, I know they're pretty decent. They have great defense. Um, I just, I don't know the, I, I just don't think that, uh, a four seed, I think that's just a little too high for them. Um, that's just kind of what, what jumped out at me initially. Um, maybe St. Mary's being a five two. those are my two. Like I think all of the one through threes, I'm pretty okay with, um, which is where I think I would want, like, that's where I would see an overrated team, but Four or five, kind of like middle of the upper teams uh, in Indiana and St. Mary's, I think. Um, like, I like Indiana, though. Like, right. I think they can they can make a run. Um, like I said, they're super well-rounded. They got great defense, and that, that can, can that's what can get you far in March. But I don't know why four, to me, just seems a little too high. Right. No, I, I get it. It's in Kent State is a great, great group of five school. It's... It's man, I don't think they can. Uh, it's going to be hard to go up against Trace Jackson Davis because that's not a player they come across in the MAC. But making a far, yeah, making a far run, yeah, Indiana, any Big Ten really just doesn't really pop out to me as being um, making a deep run here. So I, I like that pick. Zayn Brennan, uh, do you guys got a, a, a true pick that you think is overrated? Like I said, I picked Duke. Um, the other one I picked was Purdue. Ooh, um, yeah. I know it's an unpopular opinion. I don't really know why. I just I also have a harder time rooting for the one seeds because I do like the Cinderella stories. Um, I couldn't believe that they won the tournament. That was shocking to me. Um, what about you, Zane? Um, one of my biggest upsets, I don't know if they're I would say Texas is overrated, but I think they're going to run into um, – I've got Colgate winning a couple games, actually. Wow. Um, Three-point percentage, they're number one in the country. Effective uh, field goal percentage, they're number one in the country. And then they're, um, they're top ten in just um, uh, field goal percentage as well. Uh, so I think that's – I don't think two is too high for Texas. I think they just run into – a a team with a little bit of March, you know, ma- yeah. magic. So um, I'd say watch out for Colgate. Well, I have, uh, I have not learned my lesson of choosing long athletic teams to win it all between Florida state, Tennessee, and Texas. And if you have 
Colgate beating Texas, my entire bracket goes up in flames because they're my national champion. Oh my god! <laughs> they're my national champion. A little so. preview for uh, what's really? the, oh, hey, they'll be on. They'll be on tomorrow night while we're while we're out. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. All right, Quinn, what uh, what team is just way overseeded in your opinion? Uh, I agree with a lot of those, like Indiana, uh, Tennessee. I think Purdue's not that good, but I'll go with Virginia. Um, they. I mean, they won their conference, like regular season conference, but they're just not a good offensive team. And I think the second they run into a team that can score, mm-hmm. they're going to lose, whether it's in the first round with Furman or Charleston or San Diego State in the second round. I just don't think Virginia's built to make a long run. Like, I don't see no. them getting past the second weekend. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, if they go down 10 in any game or 8 to 10 points in any game, they're they're done. They, they're out. They just can't – they just don't have the offense. And this is like year in and year out where they just don't have the offense to claw their way back. Now, I mean, like, their floor is always very high every single year. But – and they won a national championship uh, recently. But, man, it's just – in March, if you just c- come across like a low major or, or sorry, mid major, or even a power five school is just hot from three that day. I mean, good luck, man. You, you just don't have the offensive philosophy to get out of that. So that's a great pick. All right, let's switch it over to just, let's just switch it over to teams that you just love to see lose. Uh, like, let me hear the visceral hate pour out of you guys that you just have like a grudge, like Josh about Stephen F. Austin, just back-to-back <laughs> years, just ruining your bracket. Just give me a team, even if it's not this year, but uh, last year, years in the past that have just broken your heart that you would just love to see lose as payback. I will start. Uh, I'm going to go with Missouri. That's just our annual r- rival in Illinois. Me and Josh, we uh, went to uh, the Bragging Rights game. for. Uh, we braved a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, we braved a hurricane blizzard. And um, it was just absolutely brutal because the game was never close and it was just an absolute beat town. It was embarrassing. And I just always hate to see Missouri have success, especially if they have it against Illinois the same year. So I'm going with Missouri. Um, I hope they never win another game in their existence. That would make me feel really good. Uh, Josh, what about you? I mean, I'd love to see Arkansas lose first round. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, quite yeah. obvious. Um. I don't really have any grudges against these teams. Maybe it'd be nice to see Kentucky go out early again. Yeah. Um, just like from what that program has been to like now, just not being able to put it together. And Calipari would definitely be on the hot seat. So there'd be some buzz around that. So um, I think that'd be funny. But in terms of satisfying grudges, uh, I don't really hold any grudges at this point. So uh, those would be my two. Yeah, Kentucky. I, that would be oh, so and Missouri, funny. and I agree. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky. It would be so funny to watch them pay a buyout for John Calipari for an eight million dollar contract. And how, what does he have? Ten years left on his contract or something? something? That would be that would be awesome. I would love to see them pay that. Uh, Quinn, what about you? What, what team is? What are you? What are you frothing at the mouth for to see lose? Uh, pretty much any SEC school. Yeah, um, I hate yeah. I hate almost all I hate almost all of them except Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Right? Yeah, they, they might be the only one that I'd be fine with. Um, I don't want to see Alabama win. I won't get into why, but I you follow college basketball, I think you know why. Yeah. Um, I hate Arkansas because I think their coach is a nut job. Um, he's pretty crazy. He's a crazy dude, and I would say UConn as well because I don't like their coach either. Dan Hurley's a nut job, but I'd say definitely. 
any SEC school I don't want to see win, for sure. I like that. I think just like in football, I always like seeing SEC football teams. But I, for some reason, yeah, SEC basketball teams, I'm just like, dude, let it some other con- – I just, I just don't like watching them play. I mean, they are probably the most like NBA light conference with just their length and athleticism, their switch defense that they play. But man, I just, I just hate the SEC in general. So I like that pick. Um, ZG and then Brennan, we'll, we'll kick it off to you guys. What, uh, what teams are you eyeing for this, this tournament? Um, well, I'd like to see to help my bracket, I'd like to see Arizona lose to Princeton, which I, could potentially see happening. I didn't pick it, but it, I think it's possible. Uh, that would set me up uh, for my Utah State run pretty well. I, yeah. <laughs> there's no teams that that I really just have a hatred for. Um, yeah, I I can't really pick a team this year that I don't want to see win. But um, that eight nine Arkansas Illinois game is going to be very very interesting. Um, I hope you guys don't lose in the first round because I know it's been a tough couple of years for you guys. I'll uh, at least you're lower seeded this time, so I feel like maybe the expectations are a little bit lower. Yeah, we keep dropping seeds and doing better, so yeah, you know, (laughs) maybe this is right where we want to be. You guys just aren't built to be a one or a two, like that's just no, absolutely not. So, I don't uh, get how we beat Texas and UCLA this year, like that is insane. I'll um I'll I'll root for Illinois even though I don't have them winning but I'll root for them. Yeah, I don't have them winning either, but we'll talk about our teams at the end here and <laughs> uh we'll address we'll address that topic at the end, but um I I think another team I I I don't know why I left them off. I'm not used to seeing them. Northwestern this is like the second time in their existence that they're in a bracket. They're just I don't hate them, but they're just annoying to I, oh man i just don't like seeing them in the bracket just you know in-state rivals i guess so um they're on the list too all right let's let's uh finish this side up with final four picks uh, i already talked about i had texas as my national championship uh, my next national champion but i also had kansas marquette's and Alabama, a little bit of a chalk fest um, as far as one and two seeds in my final four with uh, Texas winning the whole thing. Um, I can kind of probably bet who else has Marquette in their final four. So I'll just swing it over to uh, Brennan. Who else you got in your final four and ultimately winning it all? So really quick, I want to go back to the teams that I hate. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. You didn't on <laughs> I that. Do. Um, one of them is Virginia and that is totally me being petty because I forget if it was two or three years ago, um, they were a number one seed and they lost to the 16 seed. I don't even know that I had Virginia winning the whole tournament and (laughs) I still have beef about it. Yes. Yes. Let it pour out. Yeah. That that's, that's a me problem, but I still hate them for it. No, Um, that's, that's what we love here. The other team, um, Quinn, also UConn, and I feel bad because they're a fellow Big East team, but I also cannot stand Dan Hurley as well. Yeah, he sucks. Um, he's obnoxious. Um, so, yeah, back to my final four. Shocker, I have Marquette. Um, I have Marquette beating in Baylor. Um, I think Baylor um, can be oh, them beating um, Alabama. I also don't want Alabama to make it to the final four, so that was another petty thing of me to do. And then I have Texas and Gonzaga in my final four. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to see Alabama go far after what's happened with the whole Nick Miller situation and just how terribly the coaches handled that time and time again. Um, each chance they get, they just keep finding a way to fumble the situation. So I, I think everybody's rooting against Alabama. Um, it, that's just an annoying. That's just terrible. What what what's happened over there? And that's kind of a good side topic too, as far as asking. Wanting, I don't, I, I hate when my conference members do better because I don't want to go into their house and see the banners that I didn't get that year. Like that just <laughs> pisses me off. So I hope every other Big Ten team loses in the first round. And if, if we lose, so be it. But at least you're going down with us. That's just my mentality. Um, Quinn, who you got in your final four and national champion? So I have uh, Alabama up top. Marquette in the east, uh, Texas in the Midwest, and then in the west, uh, I have uh, Boise State. Yeah. Oh, man. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And then I thought I had to pick some weird team, and I thought about maybe Michigan State at first, but I didn't want them beating Marquette. So, and then I have uh, Alabama and Texas, and then I got Texas as the winner. So, horns up this time. Let's go. Yeah. What's up, baby? Um, God, I'm going to. I'm going to regret betting these types of teams. I just know it for like the eighth year in a row. All right, Josh, who you got in your final four and national champion? So I'll be honest. I haven't not finished my bracket yet. I keep staring at this and like, I am tripping over so many possible matchups. I'm, this is the only year I'm going to wait till like midnight tonight to finally complete it. Um, Although for the final four, I do have like, I think I'm pretty confident with Houston um out of the midwest that's really about it in the east i do like marquette everyone's been saying marquette yeah. but i do like marquette out of there i kind of have been eyeballing them since before this too the west i think is a total toss-up i have no idea like that, that kansas yukon gonzaga uh boise state <laughs> those all look good to me uh i i really have no idea there I, um and then for the south my weird team, I want to throw this out there, see what you guys think. How do we feel about Creighton? Creighton started off yeah. hot. They got ice cold, and then they've kind of been on the up recently. We haven't talked about them yet tonight. How, how are people feeling about Creighton? Yeah, because they were they started out hot, and then they lost to Nebraska at home. Yeah, yeah they and, went on a real bad right. stretch. And, and then they just had a, a bug. They got it out. They got yeah. it out of their system. Yeah, they just had a really good steady year in the Big East after that. Um, I think they're I know, Big East, they Big East fans. Really well. is, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, they can shoot the ball really well. Um, they got a big guy that's really good too. Um, so I think they could Braun, go far, right? Or Kalkrenner? Kalkrenner, yeah. Kalkrenner, yeah. But if they're cold from three-point shooting, they don't have and it, much. And it's over. Okay. And they also rely, they don't have a great bench team and mm-hmm. having a great starting five is great. For but one game. Starting five can't play for the 40 minute game. Yeah. For, so. yeah. For, for, and stretch that over, over a whole tournament. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, if they're not multidimensional. I mean, yeah, any team can get hot from three, one game, but if you're not multidimensional, you have a off night, then you're kind of, you're done. You're shut out of luck. Uh, all right, let's break down our own teams uh, as we go into the March Madness. Um, Josh, I, before we get into our, you know, our own teams, let's talk about the fact that Texas A&M is back in the tournament, man, and just mm-hmm. uh, give us a little bit of a scattering report and um, what this ce- the ceiling of this team is if they get hot. I mean, they got some spunk, and 
Really, that's all I know about it. I've prioritized watching Illinois basketball. Um, Illinois definitely is still my favorite team. So yeah. I haven't watched too much Texas A&M, but I know that uh, their coach is very sweaty, Buzz. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, they, like I said, they got a lot of spunk. And if they go up against Texas in the second round, like Damn, if man. they're – if there's one thing that Texas A&M wants to do, it's to beat Texas. They will have, after they beat Texas, like if they beat Texas, they will already have considered that a national championship. This... And then they'll just cakewalk to the finals at that point. So uh, if they can get past Texas, the rest is easy for them. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, then it's just like house money after that. I mean, exactly. that's really what they came for. They might even forfeit the next game. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, who knows? Yeah. We got what we came They'll here for. Partying. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. Um, all right. Um, yeah, and that, that Penn State team, really red hot at the end of the year for the Big Ten. I don't know if they used all their ammunition, though, and they used all their energy. Might be pretty easy for Texas A&M to get out of there with a win, but uh, that is like a really hot from three point team in Penn State, or they just play that way against Illinois and they're just crap against yeah. the other team. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But let, let's talk a little bit about Illinois, who is playing Arkansas, who is an exact mirror of them: long, athletic, inconsistent. Yeah. Um, that literally some of the most talent in the tournament is on those two teams, and yet they just can't. Through injuries um, and just a couple suspensions that just, just could not figure it out. Um, man, I could e- easily see Illinois advancing to the Sweet 16, and I could easily see them losing by 16 in this first round to Arkansas. What, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on this Illinois team? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're streaky, um, and I think it'll help, too, um, if we have a full roster. I think the problem, too, is, like, we've gotten comfortable um with where we're at like uh late in the season and especially in that game against Penn State in the Big 10 tournament it looked like we had no urgency like we already knew we were going to make the tournament right uh where in years past like you know when we won the Big 10 tournament you could tell that they were actually playing to win first uh, cuz yeah. yeah this this is like the first time in a while that they've you know been at that level um and then I don't know when I was just watching them, they seemed really comfortable uh, mm-hmm. and like not really pushing the issue. So if Underwood can light the fire in them because, um, you know, Coleman Hawkins, he's he's a leading he's team, whether we like it yeah. or not. Yeah. And he's you know, he's been in this position before, but or he's been on a team that's that's been in the tournament before, but hasn't been the guy. Right. Um, you know, if if we can play off him and Underwood can kind of. Uh, light the fire for the rest of the team, really make them uh, value uh, each game. Because sure. right now, you know, it's, it's do or die. Right. Um, and I think it's nice, too, that we got some transfers who have experience making a late run also that can help out these younger guys who don't have that experience. Uh, yeah, it's really up in the air. Like it's, like you said, they could get out in the first round or they could make a push to the Sweet 16 and beyond. So, yeah, it's, it's really coin flip. Yeah, because, I mean, the talent is there. Like you said, Matt Meyer, Terrence Shannon, they have uh, Elite Eight National Championship experience, but Arkansas has been back-to-back Elite Eight. So, I mean, the experience is there on both teams. I Dude, it's it's literally just like a mirror, like the Spider-Man meme, just looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, hoping for the best, expecting not much. <laughs> All right, let's flip it over to Marquette. Um, 
Quinn, I'll, I'll just let you guys go at it as far as um, the scattering report. Give me, give me the, yeah, what, what do you guys think is the ceiling of this team? And um, I guess maybe what would be their biggest, um, their biggest X factor going into this tournament? Yeah, so I think Marquette's biggest struggle is definitely the droughts they get into with scoring at times. So we were very close to losing to St. John's in the second round of the Big East tournament. Same thing with UConn in the next round. But then I don't know what was going on with Xavier, but that game was Xavier did not perform well. Um, and even though Marquette had several scoring droughts throughout the game, it didn't really matter because we were winning by so much, but in a tournament like this, um, that can really matter. And a lot of times we start performing great in the second half. Um, sometimes we're a little sleepy in the first half, but when they come to play, they're, they're great. So nice. hopefully they pull through. Yeah. It's great seeing them this far, this, or th at this time, because when I was a student at Marquette, we constantly would get kicked out of the first round and it was so sad. So now that we have a legit chance, I think Shaka Smart has done a great job with this team. And I think we can go far this year. Love it. Love it. Quinn daddy. Yeah, I would say um, they don't rebound the ball very well either. Um, in the big East tournament, at least the big guy on St. John's was getting every single rebound big guy in UConn was getting every single rebound. So if they run into a team that is really good at rebounding, they could be in trouble. But at the end of the day, they got probably the best point guard in the whole country, Tyler Kolick, mm -hmm. who just makes clutch plays, makes plays all the time. They got good shooters and Cam Jones and uh, David Joplin. So their ceiling is definitely a national championship this year. Um, if they get to the Sweet 16, I'd be happy. If they lose to Vermont, I would not be happy. <laughs> That's about where it is. If they lose to Vermont, there will be a lot of drinking. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Harder stuff than Coors. Oh, yes. Much harder. Um, yeah. But I think they can make it to the – I think they got a good path to the Final Four. Um, running into Zach Eady would suck, but we already played Purdue once at Purdue. We only lost by, like, five points, I think. So we show we can play with them. Yeah, so Purdue's think, frauds. Yeah, no, yeah, Purdue's definitely frauds. If Zach Eady doesn't score, they're horrible. Once Zach so, Eady is away from Big Ten refs that just allow him to elbow everyone within yeah. a 20 mile radius, then they're in trouble. Yeah. So I think that's probably Marquette's. I think they can make it to the national championship game for sure and win it. They just got to play consistent. Like Brennan said, they can't have those droughts. Like the droughts that they have in some games is just not going to be acceptable. It might be acceptable against Vermont, but even in the second round against Michigan State or USC, that just can't happen. It physically hurts watching them sometimes. Yeah. It gets ugly to the point where they look like a 15 seed instead of a two yes. on offense. Does it concern you that um, they were one player away in Andre Corbello from not advancing past St. John's in the Big East tournament, Quinn? Your favorite player? That's not on Oh, God. Um, yeah, uh, it was that game was concerning. If Andre Corbello was there, Marquette probably actually would have won by like 30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a concerning game. That was very close. They Had they lost that one, they might be looking at like three or four, honestly. But uh, thank God uh, Corbello uh, didn't yeah. do anything at St. John's because I, you know, I'm, I don't like the guy. I'm just going to say it. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Andre Corbello. 
Dude, it's weird. Once he got a concussion, like the beginning of his sophomore year at Illinois, like he got like really off the tracks and That's started getting a bunch of. Him, but then yeah, once he got the St. John's. He got his antics after he had damage to his brain. He just started playing worse. Like, <laughs> dude, and he started getting all these suspensions and everything. Like, yeah, this so I guess the CTE is just getting getting to him. I don't know, man. But he was an electric player his freshman year at Illinois. He was fun. And then, uh, yeah, the concussions did not help. Um, yeah. So, um, all right, Zane, uh, you know, Villanova and Ball State aren't here. So I guess we'll just have to talk with you next year about that. Maybe. <laughs> I'm um, signing off. <laughs> uh, that was fun, guys. Uh, I expect everything we talked about and all of our picks uh, to be up in flames by the end of uh tomorrow night so yeah it'll be fast but that's the beauty of this tournament and that's that's why we'll be back next year to talk about the same thing and enjoy the enjoy the chaos so with that uh everyone thank you for listening oh and by the way i had a irish style red ale it is all gone that was a great drink hopefully everyone else finished their drinks and we hope everyone listening finished your drinks as well we appreciate you listening and uh stay tuned for our next show and we'll try to catch up on some more final four picks um, in our next show. So talk to you all soon.